Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm broadcasting this bright and sunny Sunday morning from the bright red desk here in Manhattan, uh, New York City, USA. And today is the weekly forecast for 10-25-2020. We are uh, moving full steam ahead. Those uh, Capricorn planets are all going forward, and uh, we are off to the races. We still have Mars going backwards, and we still have Mercury going backwards. But the personal planets right now are in uh, nicer signs. Mercury's moved back into Libra. Uh, the sun is moving, or sun's in Scorpio. And Venus is back, is moving into Libra. So when that happens, everybody gets a little nicer, right? Because we've got these energies that are shifting and that want to be, you know, a little more friendly, a little more... Um, related, a little more connected, kind of got that that energy of how do we get there. Um, And um, we're going to have that shift happen uh, with Mercury in a couple of days. And then, of course, Venus uh, shifts in a couple of days, too. And so we're going to really feel like, oh, wow, finally it's nicer. Now, of course, right before they leave, right before they leave their sign, we have a little kick-up where they get a little excited, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they remind you of what they brought to light, what you see that you didn't see. And sometimes you don't really want to see stuff that you see, or you hear stuff and you go, oh, I don't really want to know about that. Um, and I had an assistant, Kate, who was really into Sasha Baron Cohen. So I have not seen the new movie yet, but I guess everybody doesn't really want to see that. And then, of course, we had Mercury revealing things all week long. Uh, because he is in Scorpio, he is telling tales, but he is going to migrate and, and become nicer when he goes into Libra. So, uh, more polite. He's still going to be telling stuff, though, because he's going forward until we get to November 3rd, so he's revealing things. And Mercury Retrograde, of course, brings back your ghosts, brings back stuff, and says, yeah, you know, you should look at this. You should pay attention to this. And you're kind of like, uh, you know, I don't know that I want to look... Um, but you got to look, you got to look, you got to listen, you got to pay attention. Uh, we're all being asked to put on our big girl or big boy panties this week, a little bit more than perhaps we've had them on recently. <laughs> Again, no no pun intended for all the people that were taught, caught this week with their hands in their pants um, on some level, right? So, you know, it doesn't have to be literal pants, although there were a couple instances of that. And, uh, you know, I, I do tune into the view i like them and poor old sarah couldn't hold it together she just kept laughing and i would watch her and i would laugh so you kind of have to find the joy where you can um i think it's important you know for all of us as these you know as the mercury retrograde and the mars retrograde continue mars is going to go until november into november and Mercury, of course, stations direct on Election Day. But the retrogrades do want us to look at things. They want us to go back and reconsider, to think about things, to think about, well, could I have done this differently? You know, what was my reaction? Why did I react that way? It does tell secrets, you know, so stuff that's been brewing. I've had a lot of people finding out stuff, you know, my client base calling in going, you know what I found out? I'm like, ooh, you know what happened? Ooh. But do remember, with Mercury retrograde and Mars retrograde, when they go direct, the story can change, right? Because they're backwards, and they're going to change direction. So way back when, when I was young, um, my dad 
uh, got pro- diagnosed with prostate cancer. At that point, I was still studying with my astrology teacher, and I called him all upset. And he said to me, Anne, Mercury's retrograde. And I'm like, okay, Mercury's retrograde, Mercury's retrograde. And he's a, he's a really good astrologer here in New York City. His name's John Marcasella. He goes, things will change when Mercury goes direct. And I'm like, all right, all right. So <laughs> did, didn't the doctor call my father uh, and say to him, look, because my father didn't want to have surgery because he was afraid his parts wouldn't work. He's an Aries with a lot of Leo and a Mars-Pluto aspect, right? So he... Uh, he likes his naked. Mars, Pluto, and Cancer answering to that Leo moon on Neptune, right? And I was like, you'd rather die than not have sex? And he was like, yes. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know? uh, my only female friend who got it was my friend Sandra. Um, and she's like, Ann, like, your father's, like, really into sex. You know, like, he's really into Peggy, you know, his second wife, which, you know, they he dislocated her shoulder one day in the bathroom when they were fooling around when we were all away at Christmas in Denver. And we all kind of went, what happened to your shoulder? She oh, Mark and I were in the bathroom. They never quite confessed what was going on. Uh, and my parents had a very um, pretty overtly sexual relationship. You know, they were taking showers together and skinny dipping in the pool and stuff like that. But, um, uh, yeah, and then the doctor said to him, "Look, if you treat it, you can you can die from something else. If you don't treat it, you're going to die from it. But you know, treat it; it's treatable. And I promise you, the parts will work. And the parts worked, you know, because he proudly told me, you know, the part when the parts started working again post surgery. Again, too much information, but I do have that eighth house. People tell me their secrets. So this week, this week, you're going to learn secrets." And don't be upset about them. Kind of go, okay, I'm learning this secret, but it will change. So if your practice, your business has been reorganized and your boss said, okay, we're taking you off hourly wage, we're putting you into salary, keep working those 40 hours extra overtime, but we're not going to pay you for them, that'll change. If they're reorganizing and they're putting stuff in place, and if you're reorganizing and putting stuff in place and saying, okay, I think I need to change this, it will shift, it will change, it will move once those planets go direct. And when that tide shifts, you'll really feel it. We also have this week the cross-quarter date when we get to the middle part between fall and winter. Uh, so I was working last night, and um, I had earlier in the day, it was a really pretty day, but I got up around, I guess around 12:30, quarter of one, to go to bed, and I walk into the kitchen area, and I had the window open really wide, and it was cold. And then I went into the bathroom, and I had the window open really wide, and it was cold. So we're at that cross-quarter, um, and I always uh, screw this up. So I actually went on the Internet and looked up the pronunciation, because I say it wrong. In the British, you say it sound. And in the English-American, you say sawen. Uh, that happens this week, which is that cross-quarter. Now, the Christian tradition took over a lot of the pagan festivals or the festivals that the people had honored. And this is the one that's called the Celtic New Year. It's also when the veil between the two worlds is the thinnest. I talked about this last week about preparing for your uh, ritual with your relatives. And this week on Halloween, uh, that veil is the thinnest. That also happens to be the full moon, the full moon in Taurus and Scorpio, which we have this week. And so um, I just, I always sit on that day and kind of commune with my dead relatives and talk to them, get their pictures out, you know, what I've worked out, you know, memories, because that's the other part. There's a lot of people 
looking forward to this holiday season, and I kind of think of Halloween as starting it. I know it's some people think Thanksgiving, but it's like a quick hop into Christmas, New Year's right now. And let me tell you, it's going to go really fast. Um, but sitting and talking to them and and connecting on a level where you're you know you're kind of looking at all this stuff because remember the Saturn Pluto Jupiter conjunction asks us to look at the structures in our lives and revise revisit change come up with new ones ending cycle letting go of old old stuff beginning cycle starting new stuff because remember conjunction always is a new energy a new seeding a new start. And then there's the releasing energy, the old energy leaving and saying, okay, that's done, that's done, that's done. And, of course, the original structure we got was our family of origin, what our parents taught what our childhood taught us, what our church, if we attended it as a kid, what our school, what our friends, our siblings. We learned structure. We learned to create the structure in our lives. And now the structure is being shifted, changed, adjusted, moved into a new form. So it's really important for us to be as conscious as possible about that change and how it's showing up for us in our life. And um, I think if we take time on this cross-quarter day and we do a little ritual to bid adieu to our old structure, send it off across into the into the underworld, uh, and then bring forward a new structure. Uh, out of that, you know, a vision. Because structures create. When we let go of something, we clean out that drawer, there's stuff in that drawer in the next week. It's not ever empty. I remember one point I was, you know, I was doing a kind of a little ritual to bring in like a romantic partner, right? So I cleaned out, you know, and somebody said, well, you know, you need to clean out the drawer and you need to da-da-da-da. And I'm like, all right, that sounds, that makes sense. they got to have a place. He's got to have a place where he can put his stuff, Right. So I cleaned out the drawer. <laughs> well, that was about two weeks, and it was gone. It was full again, you know. And admittedly, I didn't put the stuff in it. My cleaning lady did, but it still had stuff in it, right? So I opened the drawer. Oh, it's not empty anymore. <laughs> you know, An empty drawer in my house is a rare occasion. But but I was like, all right, yeah, you, you clear it out, and then, you know, new stuff moves in. It's just kind of like you weed out weeds, and the weeds grow back. Plants grow in. Um all that energy of replacement, movement, change into. So consciously working with these. And I do think it's important. Um, I'm going to be speaking a little bit. The reason this is so early is I'm going to be speaking a little later in the for the Philadelphia chapter of NCGR and talking about like having a ritual for these new upcoming energies, uh, particularly the Jupiter-Pluto that's going to happen in November, early November and, more importantly, the Jupiter-Saturn that's going to happen on December 21st, 22nd, that energy, because that launches a new 20-year cycle. The Jupiter-Pluto offers a new 13-year cycle. And when we're beginning these cycles, we're structurally changing the direction of our life. I mean, the whole world's changed, right? Um, And I do want to encourage you. There's a beautiful new Dolly Parton song. I posted it on my Facebook. Um, She was on Stephen Colbert the other day, and... um, and, it, and I watched it last night before I went to bed. Dolly always touches my heart. I, I love Dolly Parton, and um, it's just a beauty. It just I just kind of sat there crying. <laughs> uh, when it gets when it gets over, I think is the title of it. But it it's just beautiful, and it it helps you. Um, it just helps you go. Yeah, this is going to be over soon. You know, we're going to get to the other side of it. We can feel it shifting. I mean, yes, I know the virus numbers are going up. But we knew there was a second wave coming, and our job is to kind of push through this 
as best we can, knowing that when we get to the other side of this, we're through it. And, of course, Mars is going to come a third pass through Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter. This week he he meets Jupiter retrograde, and then he keeps going backwards, and then he goes forward in November and comes back through one more time. And, of course, they keep saying March, March, because Saturn's back where he was in March. Um, Can't make this astrology stuff up. But our energy this week is everything going forward, a ritual of release, a ritual of so long, farewell, goodbye, got to let it go, got to let it go. And on this lovely uh, new moon chart, we have Hamal, and we have, um, I never say it right, Scheider. Uh, So Hamal is the fixed star. Moon and Uranus are joined on this full moon, right, opposite the sun. And they're on Hamal. Hamal is the ram in the heavens. Now, you know, we're pretty far from our agricultural background, for most most of us are. So a lot of this stuff is stuff we get to watch on the YouTube or things we learned. So the ram or the sheep, of course, this is the sheep um, that shot, you know, set off gold, the, golden, the journey of the golden fleece. But sheep used to be shorn of their, of their wool, and then the wool was carded, you know, washed, carded, and changed into little uh, lines, you know, like you, like you took your comb and you straightened all your hair and then you wove it into, wove it into cloth. Um, and so sheep as the source of wool, remember that's where they come from, and abundant, you know, so you would shear them of their wool and then and make clothes out of it. They also were pretty fierce. Uh, <laughs> who can forget the ram taking on the 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 garden digger taking on the punching bag. It's a fierce energy. And the, the, the star Hamal is at the head of the ram. It's right at the, kind of like the third eye of the ram. So that makes the nature of this uh, full moon have a bit of a ram quality, right? And uh, when we see that moon Uranus on the sign of the ram, we go, okay, got it. I'm, I'm, I'm in the mood to charge, <laughs> in the mood to charge head forward into things. So it does have a forward motion to it. It also has an energy of putting your head down, you know, and ramming something. Remember when you, you know, head rams kind of thing when you were a kid? Um, Honoring that energy is very strong this week. But also any kind of headache stuff you want to be on uh, because this has got an element of rupture. We also have, it, you know, Hamal, uh, the moon is in Taurus. uh, So it is um, a neck, head and neck. Right, so no, no football, <laughs> no ramming your head into somebody where you can hurt your neck. But it does gives us an opportunity to work with where we want to be headstrong, where we want to lead, where we're going to speak. And we, of course, know in a full moon we are illuminated. We really do see things. We understand things that we never saw before. Might be a little shocking because moon's on Uranus. It's also on Scherter, which is a uh, star in Cassiopeia, and she was uh, hung upside down, bound to her chair, right? Not not necessarily a great mythology, um, because she bragged. And the energy of, you know, releasing yourself from what you're bound to, that's maybe a better way to reframe that, because it's a full moon. You're supposed to see, gee, I'm kind of bound to that way of thinking, or that idea, or that approach, and maybe I want to do a new approach. Maybe I want to take a different tact. So honoring that is kind of an energy of the heavens um, as we go forward into this week. So it's an interesting week. It's not 
um, not hard in the traditional aspects where we're going to go, oh, my God, what the hell's going on? It's it's hard in the, are you ready to let it go? Are you ready to give it up? Are you ready to say, yeah, yeah, I know? Because as the planets go forward or backwards, as the case may be, they're stimulating stuff. And they are going to get nicer. You know, Mercury's going to get out of Scorpio and go into Libra and be a little kinder. And Venus is going to be... Um, going into Libra from Virgo, and they're both going to be there by the time we have the new moon, the full moon, rather, at the end of the week on Halloween on the 31st. But they're also, as they do that little last-minute transition, (laughs) they might kind of give you a little poke to say, did you figure it out? Did you learn it? Do you see what went on? And that's really the most important thing, is to learn it, to see what went on, and to kind of go, okay, I, you know, I see what went on, I understand it on a new level, and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm pleased to report, you know, for two weeks, I have been without pasta. Mm. I've done it. I'm going to keep doing it, you know. So my legs are thinner. My legs are thinner. Somebody said to me the other day, did you lose weight? You look thinner. I said, no, I'm just not eating pasta. Man, pasta makes me puff. So um, so at any rate, i got to get through the retrogrades and continue it, but I'm very proud to report no pasta two weeks um and that is the news from the bright red desk so let's talk about the energy as we go forward and of course i we are going to have we had the uranus pluto which i revealed as my toilet flooding somebody complained that i'd come i'd uh, talked about it for 10 minutes i'm like it was pretty dramatic you know you'd see stuff swarming on your toilet so this week we had the uranus uranus uh mercury uranus aspect and it was um, the gentlemen revealing themselves to put their hands on their pants, whether it was Jeffrey Tubin or Rudy Giuliani. And now we, we still have a third one. We have another one in a couple of weeks. So we know those, those were fun aspects. Uh, this week, we have excitement. We have forward motion. We have full steam ahead. We have a full moon. We see things. We want to honor the energy of what we've learned and then know that in the next couple of weeks we're going to be asked to really put in our intention for what we want to grow. And I know when I say, you know, the next 38 years, people go, oh, my God, 38 years. I don't know. That's a long time. But 13 years is manageable. That's coming. And 20 years is manageable because it went by in a shot. You know, back in May of 2000, uh, when I was kind of going, we'd finished all the conversion stuff for Pepsi. I was reading astrology clients. I was like, I think I want to be an astrologer when I grow up. Um, I think, I, you know, my team all dispersed. I got a new manager who was kind of an idiot. Um, I wasn't an idiot, just a mean guy, you know. Um, and I'm like, I don't know that I want to, you know, I want to leave corporate. I want to go do this. It took me a year to get the courage to do it, you know, because I, I worry about these things. But it was, for me, it was like, yep, it's, I'm done with corporate. I can, you know, we finished year 2K. We did all this work, had a great time, flew all over the country, got to see, uh, like, America and Pepsi's payroll. Um, but I was like, no, I'm I'm done, ready for the next. So you want to look at, no, I'm done, ready for the next, because that happens uh, December 22nd. So look at where you're done. Think about May of 2000, what you let go of. Uh, Think about December of 2007, January of 2008, what what cycle was then. That's done, too, coming to an end. And we're intenting. We're intending, we're putting down vision for ourselves, our future, our lives, and saying this is where I'm going. 
So it's really important as we go towards this blessing, this crossing over day of Samhain, um, American pronunciation, as we release it and we say, go, 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 it is important for us to honor that releasing energy. Because full moons, of course, are culminations where they say, done, letting it go. So I want you to have a ritual, and I want you to start thinking about what you want to do for a ritual on on the conjunction of Jupiter-Pluto, part three, and on the conjunction of Jupiter-Saturn. One and only launching 20 years, the next 20 years of the rest of your life, right? So forward. Okay, sun this week. Um, we see him running from 2 Scorpio to 10 Scorpio, moving quick. He does have um, a little bit of health aspects on the 25th, 26th. Uh, and then he has, a no- square, he has a hard aspect to the nodes of fate on the 28th, which is often, okay, I'm done with this, letting it go. He has an aspect to Chiron, adjusting aspect on the 28th. So that gives us an opportunity to adjust a situation in our lives that is not to our liking. He also is contraparallel Uranus on the 30th, so we can anticipate you know, more of his story. He also is opposite Uranus on the 31st by hard aspect. Remember, Sun in Scorpio, opposite Uranus in Taurus. Reveal, reveal. We've already seen Mercury do it twice. This one's going to be fun. And it happens on, the, on Halloween on the 31st. And actually on the full moon, interestingly. The moon and Uranus are joined by... Uh, three minutes apart. So this Halloween is a little bit uh, interesting and wild, perhaps. Mercury, of course, is going retrograde, slowing down. Uh, He is going from 3 Scorpio to 26. In that journey, that means on the 28th and 29th, he is going to stimulate the conjunction from November of 1982, spring of 83, that conjunction that took place there at 28 Libra. So again, we're ending that old cycle. We're starting the new 38-year cycle, so there's stuff that comes up. I know in my case that was when my mother was diagnosed with colon cancer, um, and Mercury goes into a square with Saturn on November 1st. Again, it is a psychological uh, square, and so we want to work on our psychological understanding of things. He goes into Libra on the 27th, backwards into Libra. Um, he's in pretty good shape this week, although he is, you know, he is telling stories because <laughs> he brings back our ghosts. Venus this week, Virgo, 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 then into Libra. She goes into Libra on the 27th and is happy in that capacity and really interested in it and wants to work with it. Um, telling tales, helping us figure out things, helping us see stuff. And she also is contraparallel heiress on the 27th, so there's a little disturbance uh, in terms of her you know, being a little, maybe a little argumentative more than she normally is. But then when she gets into Libra, she gets friendly and nice, and she's a little happier and kind of forward motion. And she has the aspect um, in, to, to Chiron on November 1st. So she's going to bring some old wounds to light. Mars retrograde squares the last of the COVID clump. I'm, I include Athena in there because she's in cap. Um, so he squares Athena on the 24th and then kind of says, okay, we're going to let that go. So he did that yesterday and is moving forward now full steam ahead, and he does parallel Chiron on the 31st. So you keep hearing the 31st, right? That's a big day. We've got a lot going on in the sky. Jupiter has an aspect to the nodes of fate on the 29th, and it's a health aspect. So whatever the health energy is on the 29th, we hear the outcome on the 31st. A lot of energy with um, 
the Saturn in a quintile to relationships and in a quintile to home and hearth, encouraging us to uh, nest. And Neptune, of course, going retrograde and talking to Pallas Athena. Opportunity to re-strategize how we move. Moons this week, reasonably nice. Today the moon's in Aquarius, which is always a helpful, productive, happy little moon. And it um, goes uh, goes into Pisces tonight at 518 on the 25th. It's in Pisces. Um, it went void uh, la- last night around 6 o'clock, so it's void right now. It goes into Pisces tonight, Sunday the 25th. It's in Pisces Monday, and it goes void 8.46 p.m. on the 27th, Tuesday. So it's from Pisces, you know, um, Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, good closing aspects. The void is a sextile to Saturn. Venus and Mercury both go into Libra on the 27th in different directions, but they're kind of talking to each other. And do you know about that? I knew about that. Do you know about that? I knew about that. That kind of energy this first part of the week. And then uh, as they're in Libra, they're now nicer. Um, so that helps. You know, that really, that will really help kind of calm things down a little bit, I think. Mars goes into Aries on, I'm sorry, Moon goes into Aries on Wednesday morning at 445, and it's in Aries <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Friday going void at 12.12 with a hard aspect. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week are hard in the sense that the moon is in Aries. He's a little mad, and he's rah, 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 rah. But, and the, and the aspect is a square to Saturn, so he's going to bring up all the stuff people have been arguing about for a while uh, and want us to see it. And then he goes into Taurus at 5.19 on the 30th, which has got a good aspect. Halloween, even though it is a full moon, and it is a moon Uranus, it is in Taurus. It's got a nice aspect around it. The full moon is 8.49 in the morning on Saturday. Um, And the Taurus moon, of course, has a nice closing aspect of a sextile to Saturn next Monday, or Sunday, rather, on Daylight Savings Time, when it goes void at 9.29. So the weekend's nice. From Friday at 5.19, Saturday, Sunday, until... 9.29 9.29 p.m., and then next Monday, the 2nd, moon goes into Gemini at 5 in the morning. So there's a lot of energy of forward motion, kind of full steam ahead. We also have daylight savings time next week. You know, fall back, we get an extra hour of sleep. It's also All Saints Day, cross-quarter day, Samhain, and, 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 and taking action energy. Uh, the moons this week are you know, basically the aspects are pretty easy. The Pisces moon is kind of flowing and emotional. Uh, of course, the moon in Aries, 28, 29, 30, a little cranky. Um, and then the full moon happens. And then, of course, we're into next week and the forward motion. So the Taurus moons are nice on the weekend, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, Tuesday are nice. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, just kind of stay in your bed and cover your head. <laughs> because... The moon is the moon is mad, but that's okay. You know, we're emotionally releasing, we're emotionally processing, we're emotionally working on stuff. So you know, we have to kind of deal with stuff that maybe we don't want to deal with, um, and that's the hard part. You know, because we're like, really more, and the answer is yeah, but we're almost through. We're almost there. You know, go listen to the new Dolly Parton song. It'll get better someday, or whatever it was called. It was something like that. I posted it on Facebook. And um, I love Dolly Parton. 
I think it's about optimism this week. If I'm thinking of a theme or a keyword, optimism. Optimism in the face of, hmm, that's not making me happy. Optimism in the face of, well, what would it do? What would I like? What would it be? What should it be? Where am I feeling called? What's inviting me? Right? What's inviting me? And, of course, the Virgo uh, and the Mercury and Scorpio, Venus and Virgo, Mercury and Scorpio, as they're moving uh, towards their semi-sextile to each other, they're working together, even if, you know, it might feel a little little bit like an ouch. might be a little bit, meh, meh, meh. I don't really like that. I'm like, I know, you got to do it. I don't want to. I know, got to do it. It's important. Got to think of that that ram that sheds all his wool for you in service to, right? He's still around after he sheds his skin, after he agrees to give up all his wool. Make you a blanket. What's that do for you? What's that do for you? I know it's a little esoteric this morning. Um, my focus is speed because everything's going fast. So that's the other part, like, Get it when you work on it. Get it out the door without doing it again. Because <laughs> you know? if you put it down, you're not circling back that way again for a while. And I wish you a good time, a f- lovely full moon ritual, because it is on Halloween. So it really is a lot about what you're releasing and what you're letting go. So I'm going to release some pasta into the East River. I've got one box left. I found it the other day. Uh, I was like, oh, man, I thought I got rid of all this stuff. And no, Cecilia, I'm not going to throw it out. I'm going to do a ritual with it and let it pop. So I wish you all a great week. Have fun. Have a full moon. Illumination. See things. Be okay with it. Might go, ooh, I don't really like to, I don't really want to watch that. You know, one scene, it can't be unseen. Yeah, I know, I know. But you saw it. That's the important part. You saw it. And for that, you should pat yourself on the back and say, good for you. You saw it. Now, what do you want to do about it? So take care. Ann Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Desk, wishing you a fabulous week ahead. Take care. Bye-bye.